You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome back into the Blue Horseshoe Pod. Ryan Hickey and George Bremer here with you. Make sure you're downloading, subscribing, and liking the Blue Horseshoe Pod wherever you get your podcasts to hear more riveting conversations like the one we're about to have, George. Not sad, yeah, cheesy, but I'm excited about this question. I think it's a, a fascinating one, and it's a good debate as well. So right now, the, the presumed front runner, let's say, or maybe the guy that's cherished the most by Colts fans, for head coach next year, Jim Harbaugh, right now currently uh, head coach of Michigan. Quarterback, I would say if you could give any Colts fans uh, their pick of the litter towards a quarterback in the draft, I would say the majority would lean towards right now Alabama's Bryce Young. If you could only get one, if I said it's guaranteed, George, you get John Harbaugh or uh, Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, or you get Bryce Young, which one would you rather have? Who be your uh, Who be your take there? It's, yeah, I feel like it's so important to get both right. That's that's why it makes this hard uh, because I, I I feel like we've seen Jacksonville to me is Exhibit A of what happens. You get the right quarterback and the wrong head coach. Uh, but I do feel like I would have to still go with Bryce Young. I, college is a coach's game. We know that. They're going to be the guy that's around for, for the long term. Your, your players are, are in and out you know, very quickly there. And, and so um, colleges are run by the head coach, and, and that's the most important thing probably on a college program. Here in the NFL, it's quarterbacks. that You, know, you want to recruit free agents. You want to bring in whatever you want to do with your franchise. It, 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 it's all around your quarterback. And I think ultimately, if you've got Bryce Young, it's easier to go out and, and recruit a good head coach to come here and, and, and coach him than it is if, if you end up with Jim Harbaugh uh, to go and find him a quarterback of Bryce Young's caliber. So um, now if you told me that you'd get Jim Harbaugh this year and Caleb Williams next year, I might change my answer. <laughs> I actually would agree that I like that a lot. But if we have only just this year, coach of the quarterback, I would I'm with I'll go Bryce Young. And I like the point you made as well. Like it's there's a lot, it's a lot harder getting a franchise quarterback than it is getting a good head coach. Not that there's a, a lot of great head coaches out there, but I think it's so much more difficult to gotta find that guy in the draft. When you need things to go your way sometimes, just picking, you know, having a maybe a team having them fall to you, getting the right draft position, maybe having a team be willing to trade up with you if you're there. Having to pan out, like we, how many guys are, are, you know, highly rated coming out of college that just flop right in front of your face, or guys that are under the radar all of a sudden you draft? It's like, oh wow, this guy's, you know, a can't miss guy. It's just it's the quarterback. It's so fickle, it's so hard to actually find the guy that when you have it, it's like this is great. That's why everyone's always climbing to get that top ten guy. 
But even though everyone wants one, it's so hard to use, you know, there's what a handful of teams actually have one. So I would agree. I think it's a lot harder to get a, a great head coach, a great quarterback than a great head coach. But also, too, I think it's a lot easier for a team to overcome bad coaching than it would be to overcome bad quarterback play. Like you look around like the league, like I would even argue, you know, Brandon, you could go back to Monday night's game. Brandon so is not a head coach. I think he's a great head coach. He gets a lot of, I think sometimes unnecessary flack for being aggressive. I do like his aggressiveness. Now, sometimes it's a little over the top for sure, but just overall, like that team did not feel very sharp. Like that was a team playing for the playoffs and for three and a half quarters, you're kind of, you know, hanging around the Colts that have shown you no reason, you know, no signs of life, frankly. So, but you see Justin Herbert is good enough to where in the big moments this year, especially he's been able to kind of overcome that and kind of bail the Chargers out where you look at a team that we are very familiar with in the Titans. Look, Mike Vrabel is a great coach. I would argue top five, top three coach right now in the NFL. He's done a great job. But this is a guy where you see the Titans always have a ceiling on that in part because Ryan Tannehill is a quarterback and you can only go so far when your guy is middle tier, like, I don't know, 15-ish, let's just say, give or take, Ryan Tannehill is in the league. So you see, even when you have a great head coach, it's still tough to get over the top. And outside of one player for in 2018, they've not won a playoff game. It's hard to do so when you don't have that guy at quarterback, even though you have a great head coach. So I'd argue that you could definitely win more and overcome bad coaching a lot more than you could overcome having a great head coach, but having some bad quarterback play. That's interesting. You mentioned Brandon Saley. We didn't really talk about it Monday night. Uh, you should go back and, and and check that podcast as well. Another after dark, uh, blue horse show after dark, probably the last Very one for a while. Dark. I mean, there'll, be a Thursday, <laughs> there'll be a Thursday night game next year, but I, I doubt there's very many more of those. So you want to go check that. That's a collector's item at this point. Uh, <laughs> but you, you talk about Brandon Staley, probably the most aggressive guy in the NFL as far as going for it. And you see how conservative he was Monday night. What statement does that make about this yeah. Colts offense and, and, and how he feels? He kicked two field goals, George, two field goals. Which I gotta check if how he doubles what they had coming into the game. You're right. This guy never settles for field goals. That also is just that's all the thing I would say. We could have a whole pod just that how damning right that his conservative nature was for the state of this team. But it also goes to show you, like, you could be, you could play it safe, you could play it close to the best, you could even play games reckless. And it's like we you, even so in Angel Luck earlier on in Frank Reich's tenure, even in some parts of Chuck Pagano's tenure, where it's like you can make bad decisions as a head coach, you can kind of get in the way. When you have that guy at quarterback, again, we the eraser is a term I've been using a lot in this podcast to kind of call those franchise guys because it's what that's it's true. You could erase bad play in the defense, bad coaching as well, a bad decision, a bad break that goes your way. You will have guys that overcome that. We saw Angel. I mean, look at Angel's first year, his rookie year. That, that roster was god awful. He said, "Ah, it doesn't matter. Put on my back. Go eleven five. Go to the playoffs first year. No big deal." So those guys are just so hard to get. If you get them, they could truly take your team a lot and take your franks a lot further than have a great head coach but no quarterback. I mean, look at Sean McVay. I know that the Rams have been banged up this year for sure, and it's not just quarterback. But, I mean, Sean McVay is, again, another guy that's a top-five head coach. They just won a Super Bowl. And injuries for sure, but also, you know, the quarterback play has not been great. Matthew Stafford's banged up. And you see they, they can't, you know, win many games. Now, Baker Mayfield's having a little bit of life, but it's like this team is picking the top five or their draft pick is in the top five. It's going to go to uh, go to Detroit. But that's another guy that can't overcome bad quarterback play, even for a guy that's as great as Sean McVay. You know, I, I tell you, Kyle Shanahan might be the one guy you can make a case for. You know, the, what he's done out there in San Francisco, and, and now Brock Purdy is is out there winning games with him. He might be the one head coach I would take uh, and, and and not worry about the quarterback. He might be the one guy I would choose over Bryce Young. Like, if you're talking about, um, you know, any head coach in the league or Bryce Young, Kyle Shanahan might be the one of the 32 that I would say, okay, I'll take him because 
I feel like he'd go out and win with Nick Foles on, on Sunday. <laughs> you might be right. I mean, look what he's doing with Brock Purdy. Hell, you're, you're probably right. Nick Foles will all of a sudden look like, you know, 2017 uh, playoffs, Nick Foles all over again. But I think it's a, a good point, too, because like, it also goes to show you, right, when you don't have that franchise guy, you need to have, like, you can win one or two. I think you can try to win the elite quarterback. But also, we've seen, it's not like every team that wins the Super Bowl is just an elite guy. Like, we saw the 49ers Jimmy G go to the Super Bowl a few years ago. And this past year, they're in the NFC title game again with Jimmy G, who's, again, an average quarterback. But you see that 49ers roster, how loaded it is at every position outside of quarterback, running back, offensive line, receiver slash tight end. Defense is loaded out the wazoo in all three levels. Like, the Colts, to their credit, tried to mimic that, I'll say last year even, when they tried to minimize Carson Wentz's role – John Taylor had, you know, a career year, was the leading rusher, was tremendous. But also you see how it's so hard to win without a quarterback. That right, Kyle Shannon's doing a great job. But it, not taking away from him, but it also helps when you have an elite roster everywhere else. Mm-hmm. If the Colts want to win that way, let's say if you're someone who says, I'd rather have Jim Harbaugh than Bryce Young, well, then the way you're going to have to win with Jim Harbaugh is, is that if you assume you don't really get a franchise guy, you're going to have to build a roster similar to San Francisco it's going to have to be a top three roster. You're going to have to be loaded everywhere. It's going to take years to build. Again, San Francisco was terrible for, you know, a few years. You had Chip Kelly in there. You had, you had Tom Sula in there. It was it was ugly. It was bad. But all those top picks, to their credit, they hit on. You know, you get guys like Nick Bosa, and you see, like, how, how elite they are at drafting. And now, all of a sudden, that roster took five years to build. But now it's so deep. Like, it's so hard to do. They're doing it to their credit. But there's also a reason why they're really the only team – that could yep. win the third string quarterback. It's absolutely Kyle Shannon for sure, but also as a credit to the rest of the roster where just, again, it's easier to win when you have a quarterback because it makes up for more deficiencies rather than having every other part of your team be elite to make up for that deficiency of quarterback. Yeah, if you don't have the quarterback, you got to get everything else perfect. You know, everything else has to go completely right. There's there's no there's no other weakness anywhere. And I think, you know, they, they, they're in such a good situation. They can do things like trade up for Trey Lance and, and maybe it doesn't work out and it doesn't kill them. And they can make big trades for Christian McCaffrey. I mean, that's how good that roster is right now. Um, they're to me, they're the model franchise. I know they haven't won the Super Bowl right now, uh, but if they ever land that franchise quarterback, look out. Oh, that right. If Trey Lance actually develops to be the guy like this could be, I know it's kind of crazy, but this could be like a, a Patriots level dynasty in terms of just like being not the, the Super Bowls, but just like always being in the mix every single year and you know on the short list every year of teams to beat in the NFC. You're right. That's that's to their credit. They built it's not like the Rams were just a, a very short term, hey, we're gonna try to be great in this next three or four year window as winning win as many little bars as we can. They are built for sustained success, which is like I said, that's I think that's Chris Ballard's idea, right? Like that's something where if you said, Hey, what kind of team would you want to have? I bet you you say one of the first things you point to is I want to have a team like San Francisco. And again, I think that's like the like it helps when everyone on your team or every part of your team is elite, but also takes a lot of losing. It takes a lot of hitting on your draft picks. And like I said, also kind of luck to break your way. It also requires a great head coach. And it's just it's just a lot to ask and a lot of things to go right. Where again, it's kind of like you take the shortcut or, or the road. More traveled, said the road less traveled would be the 49ers. So the more road, the road more traveled, just getting the franchise guy, getting the Bryce Young, if he again is able to blossom the way we think he can, you know, we could talk about this team for the Colts that I think could turn things around quicker and faster with him as a quarterback than maybe let's say with Jim Harbaugh if he came in without that Bryce Young kind of guy and have a long, longer sustained uh, run of hopefully being a Super Bowl contender. We have a lot of different conversations next December if Bryce Young's the, the starting quarterback. I guarantee that. That this would be a lot more fun of a pod, that's for sure. Not that it's not fun now, but again, ty- talking about losing George, it's tiring. 
Again, talking about all-season topics while the season's still going on is tiring. So, yes, at least we'd have – even maybe the, the record's not too much different. At least Bryce Young brings some sort of excitement, some sort of, uh, you know, uh, positive energy that right now the Colts hoping to get but right now obviously do not have. So, right now, if you're a listener, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You could tweet us at, you know, at GM Bremer or tweet me at Rhinos Kohiki number three or, hey, leave a review and in the comment section maybe answer our question. Who would you rather have? You could have only one. Jim Harbaugh, the head coach. Bryce on the quarterback, what would your answer be? Love to hear your thoughts and kind of your uh, your analysis on that. When we do return here to wrap up the Blue Horseshoe podcast, Jim Irsay is doing something nice for the fans where he's flying them out on his private jet. So if you want to do your own video, I'm sure this is the time to do it, by the way, George. That's what I would do. My first question is, I'll blow, already blow through the segment. I'll say this. If I have one question for Jim Irsay, can I do another plane video, the one you do? Please get the engines blaring and stuff like that. But you get a ride on his private jet to New York City, have a New Year's Eve uh, party, go to the Giants game the next day, and so you'll be on a plane, presumably with Jim Mercy, for a few hours. What would you ask Jim? We have our questions, and we'll get to that when the Blue Horseshoe Pod returns. <laughs> 